As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Lady AD Show, welcome to talking about books, anything about books, from reading them, from writing them, to publishing them, from the technical detail of how to get your book into print, to just talking about the process of being an author, and anything to do with books that would please a bibliographile. Listen. This is Lady. It's the middle of the week and I'm thinking about writing a blog and how I put that onto a wonderful forum I've discovered called Medium. Medium is a way of putting lots of blogs together and really increase the writing skill and the writing ability and just honing that point of writing that an author needs. And part of that is being consistent and actually just doing it doing it regularly, every day. When it's published on a blog, you feel at least somebody's reading it and you get feedback. Usually it's it's good feedback, which really makes you feel great. And when you get good feedback, it inspires you to do more. And that's what I want to talk about today. What What is it that you need to do when you hit a dip or as some call it, a writer's block? writer's block when you want to say something and you want to put it down and communicate it to your readers, but nothing's happening. Or you can make it, put the sentences down. They don't seem exciting. There's just something, you know, not quite right. What exactly is the writer's block? How do you get it? What does it mean? You hear somebody say, oh, I've got writer's block, which usually means that they're writing something and suddenly lose the ability to continue. It might be, could be, an excuse, dare I say, for somebody saying they're actually distracted so much that they're not doing the writing that they promised themselves that they would do. 
Wikipedia says it's a condition primarily associated with writing when an author loses the ability to produce new work or experiences a creative slowdown. Now that's an interesting phrase, a creative slowdown. Most people who are creative hate to slow down. And when they're forced to physically, mentally, spiritually, it can be a real dry patch. And that dry patch is something. We want to know how do you get rid of it? What do you do? Some say it's about the pressure that's on the writing. That if you take the pressure off, then you need to do something else that pleases you could be to create the backstory for a character or do a five-minute prompt or go and do a blog or do something else. Or it could simply be to give yourself permission to write badly. Writer's block can be the perfectionist coming out in you saying, oh, I've got to get absolutely everything right first time round rather than just write and write and write and do the editing later to get rid of writer's block, it might be a question of daydreaming for a while, wondering what-if scenarios and see what comes up, or read other books or quotes. Writer's blocks can be a load of negative feelings when you're attempting to produce ideas and words, and they prevent you from being successful. So once more, it's a question of overcoming that writer's block. It happens to every writer at some point in their work. It is when every creative bone in your body feels as though it's just gone for a walk and walked out the door, left you behind. It can be timing. You know, maybe timing is not right and you need to work out when is your best time to write. Is it first thing in the morning? Is it last thing at night? Is it fear, fear of the critique, fear of just not being good enough? You know, just not, who really is going to be interested in what I've got to say? And all those procrastination thoughts that come into a creative's life, which puts them down. Strange enough, there's only one way to overcome a writer's block, and that is to write. What is it that then inspires you, enables you to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and start all over again, as the song goes? Recently, I think I was looking through Pinterest and I love the different quotes that come up. And I found this wonderful quote written by Bonnie Johnston. And it goes like this. Dear author, that story you are writing, the one that is making you want to quit, It will inspire some of us with ideas that we wouldn't have discovered on our own. It will offer some of us a friend or a role model when we have no one else to count on. And for some of us, it will be the respite that gives us strength to survive the hardest times we ever lived through. Please finish it. Love your future fans. Now, isn't that just inspiring? I love it to think that there is a reader out there who is saying to me, Dear author, please finish it. Because you don't really know what it is that you've got to say, the message you have, the story that's in you, 
that will make such a difference to somebody else who reads it. And isn't that what it's really all about? That maybe there's something in your writing, whether that's non-fiction, fiction, children's book, that it will mean so much when it's in the hands of somebody else. This really spurs me on. And then it spurred me on even more when I contacted Bonnie Johnson of writesmarternotharder.com. Yes, that's a really great website, writesmarternotharder.com and said to her, please, can I have permission to use this? And she came back and said, thank you for your email. It made my day. It's so glad to hear that I liked that JPEG that she'd put to not an author's future fans. And she gave me permission to use it. So it's wonderful that I can attribute it to Bonnie Johnson. Just bear in mind that reader, the person that you're writing for, what they will say when they get it in their hands. And whatever you do, continue. Press through any blockage you have. Press through any resistance you have to make more of succeeding as a published author. Lady AD, keep on writing. I hope you enjoyed this podcast all about books. Such a passion for me. So much so, if you have got a book in you, a dream to write a book, I can help you. I can coach you through it. I can mentor you and I can lay out your book so it's so beautiful that when you print it out, you just can't wait to show it to your friends and sell it on to wonderful customers. LadyAD.com. Contact me. Email me. Lady at LadyAD.com. And let's see if we've got a match to make a book your dream book come true.